Welcome back to the Balance and Barbells podcast. I am your host, Kayla Dirk, and on this podcast, we talk about balance in your daily life and routines. Hello, friends. Welcome to another episode of the podcast. We are in the last week of September, at the time I'm recording this at least, which is just crazy. And I'm actually going to the store to get some fall decor today. I wanted to get some pumpkins and just fall decor for like my porch and backyard while it's still really nice out. And I actually saw this post the other day that we're like 100 days away from the end of the year, which is just insane to me. I can't believe like we're already at this point. And personally, I love this time of year, but I also feel like it's a really high pressure time of year, at least for me, especially because the first of the year is such a busy time in the fitness world. So preparing for all of that and preparing for new clients, but also preparing for content for the holidays and just making sure that I'm actually checking out the goals I set for myself at the beginning of this year. And I just always feel a little bit overwhelmed when we get here. Like, how did we get here so quickly? And just feeling like I don't have enough time, which I'm sure all of us go through at some point. And one particular particular goal that I had this year was just growing in the relationship that I had with my audience on all of my social media channels and just focusing on the community that I've built because it can really be easy to focus on reaching new people and reaching people that haven't seen you yet or don't know who you are. But I think that it's easy to forget about the people that are here now and the people that are already in love with your content or engaging in your content every single day or a part of your community or a part of the products that I sell. And I really wanted to focus on being more authentic and being more relatable to the current audience that I have. And one of the things that I've struggled with in regards to social media this year with this goal is just growing within the audience and growing with me because I feel like I've truly become more attached to the ASMR and behind the scene vlogs and less so the motivational aesthetic reels that got me started and where I am today. And I noticed that towards the beginning of this year and I was just feeling like for a while I wasn't sharing what felt 100% organic to me but more of what I was either getting lots of likes or engagement with. And it left me feeling a little bit of a rut and a little uninspired this year. And at some point, I just decided that I was putting myself into a box that wasn't helping me grow and it was making me feel really stuck. And I was putting myself in that box. So one of my goals was to just really be more authentic with you guys. And it's been a hard shift, if I'm being honest. It's been hard to kind of let go of what I know really works well and focus on what's really authentic to me, what feels natural, and what is going to connect me more with the audience. And like, I think you have to remember growth can come at any pace it wants, right? Like sometimes I feel like I look at a certain part of my life and I'm like, that took forever to get there. The growth took so long and it, it feels like it took a long time to get to that point. You know what I mean? Like you have some kind of idea of how you're going to get there and it takes much longer than you're expecting. And then there's some that's like overnight, right? And that's kind of how I feel like with the social media where I overnight just started to feel like I wasn't connected to the type of content that I was creating. It started to feel really repetitive to me. It started to feel like work to create. And I truly was wanting to be more authentic and be more like myself and just really share more of me so that there's more of a connection. It's really hard to connect with somebody, you know, that's just showing 30 seconds or seven seconds of their day and it's really aesthetic and it just, I don't know, it doesn't feel as real as it does when I'm doing voiceovers or if I'm sticking to content that's ASMR 
or really just showing like the raw moments of my day, I feel like that's easier to connect with. And that's the content that I personally connect with when I'm like watching social media. So the shift has been challenging and it's definitely a goal of mine to be more comfortable and more established by the end of the year. And it's one that's been kind of weighing on me and one that I feel a little overwhelmed with because it is such a change from the content that I used to create. I'm still like creating in the same niche and the same things that I've always talked about, like my morning and my evening and things that are still like I'm really passionate about and I love sharing, but the style is a little bit different and that's purposeful. And I think as I'm getting closer to the end of the year, there are goals that I'm trying to achieve and I have to remember why I set them in the first place and just be real with myself. And I know that that's something that I think a lot of people will come into at the end of the year where you start to like think about the reasons why you set specific goals at the beginning of the year. And some of them may still feel relatable and some of them may not, but it's important to kind of remember why you had that goal to start because as you start to like fall out of place and you're not like as attached to that goal, you start to kind of see why you set that in the first place. And especially as like a creator, this is hard because like I consume content on social media and I create content and there's just a lot of different styles of content and trends out there. And it can be very overwhelming as a creator because you see so much of it and you consume so much of it, but then you also try to like create your own and create your own space. And it can be really overwhelming at times, but I really think it's important to understand what goals you have and make sure that your habits are aligning with them and not be so focused on the noise and the background noise because it can get overwhelming and it's definitely something that everyone deals with. So those are my raw thoughts and feelings. That was a little bit of an intro to today's podcast, which is just talking about the importance of your daily habits and actions and how things you consume really shape you. So let's talk about the daily habits. This is a big one for me, and I know it's because I talk a lot about daily habits on all of my social media. And I get a lot of DMs like, how do I wake up earlier? How do I start going to the gym every single day? How do I fix my relationship? Fill in the blank. I will get a lot of questions regarding simple daily habits. I guess they're not even simple. They're challenging, but they're daily habits that are kind of challenging to everyone. And this is a lot of what I do and I teach in my business, how to create habits that have a bigger and greater outcome. Like your habits need to tie to something bigger than the daily habit you're doing. For example, if you're walking every single day, The bigger goal of that or the bigger outcome you're really trying to achieve is greater health, right? Like you're trying to improve a little bit of cardiovascular health. You're trying to stay healthy. You're trying to keep your step count up. But those all tie to like a bigger goal, right? Like those have to do with either staying fit or staying healthy, having cardiovascular health. Like those are the bigger goals of those daily habits. But it requires you to focus on that habit every single day, right? And that's how I want you to kind of have a relationship with habits that you create. You need to think of them as the little, action that you take on a daily basis, but that has a greater outcome and greater purpose for why you're doing it. If you just look at the daily action itself, it's going to be really hard to achieve doing it every single day. Thinking about waking up earlier. You're not trying to wake up at 5 a.m. just to be up at 5 a.m. more than likely. You're trying to be more productive. You're trying to leave time to work out. You're trying to make sure that you have an efficient start to your day, that you're able to get the things you need to get done in the morning so that you can have a productive work day or whatever it may be. If you had all the time in the world and you had nothing to do for that day, more than likely you're not just waking up at 5 a.m. and sitting around. Like you're waking up at that time because you have so much going on in your daily life and giving yourself that extra bit of time in the morning 
allows you to have a more productive day or allows you to get the most important things out of the way first in the morning. So that's that daily habit that you have, but it has a greater and bigger goal attached to it. And that's why it's so important to be really clear on what you're trying to achieve with your daily habits because everyone's different. And like I talk about so many daily habits, waking up earlier, making sure that you're eating healthy to fuel your body, having a nighttime routine so you feel rested and have a successful morning routine, grocery shopping at least twice or once a week so that you aren't eating out all the time or door dashing all your meals. These are habits that are required so that you can achieve something greater. And like even thinking about like the door dashing your meals, like that's a part of the habit Your bigger goal in that is your health. Your bigger goal in that is maybe weight loss or maybe just achieving being healthier so that you're not eating so much food that's processed and cooking more at home. Like there is a specific goal tied to it. Your daily habits will tell you where you're gonna be in six months or a year from now. And if you don't like who you are right now and you're not taking the steps to implement the habits and change right now, in six months, you're gonna be in the same place or maybe even worse. And it's important that you realize that, but take action on it and understand what you want to achieve and who you want to be in six months so that you can write down the goals that you would need to achieve by that time and then break down the daily habits that you need. What do you need to be doing every single day and why? And that will help motivate you in the moments that it feels like taking action is hard. And the biggest thing to remember is with habits, you have to take action. I saw a quote the other day that said, you can get good enough at almost anything in 20 hours of focused effort. The problem is most people spend a year delaying the first Hour. And to add on that, sometimes it's the fact that you try for a little and it becomes too mentally challenging and you give up too soon. So you delay the end result because you don't keep working on it. And it really comes down to the motivation aspect. You're tied up on not being motivated. You're tied up on not paying attention to the bigger goal of the habit. And the action of the daily habit is too mentally draining and you're not paying attention to the right thing. And it'll make it really easy for you to talk yourself out of it, to persuade yourself, to not try up for yourself and to quit early or to not even start to work to begin with. And you know those people that are what I like to call dreamers. They talk a lot about the things that they want and they get really hyped up and motivated when you start talking to them about a process or an action to take. But when it actually comes down to taking the action and being dedicated and consistent in the action or the habit, they fall short. And a lot of that comes from the way we live our lives. Anything we want is pretty much just instant and we get a lot of instant gratification from a lot of different things. But the things that are worth the most take a lot of effort and consistency. And the dreamer is going to be somebody who's going to talk a lot and not take a lot of action. And the biggest thing between a dreamer and a realist is that a dreamer does not take action. A dreamer talks about what they want. A dreamer talks about all the things that they want to achieve in life or all the things that sound amazing to them. And it either comes down to a lack of belief or a lack of dedication. Either they don't believe they can have it or they aren't doing what they need to do on a daily basis to get them there. They aren't taking the little habits and doing them day in and day out consistently to help them get to that bigger goal. And a realist is somebody who accepts the situation and maybe accepts what they want and deals with the situation and handles it accordingly. So if you have some sort of situation you're dealing with or some sort of goal that you want, maybe you're not six months away from that. And that's a realistic understanding of the goal that you want to achieve. Maybe you're two years out from that. Maybe you're taking a daily habit and 
you're taking actionable steps to get you a little bit closer. So in six months, you'll be closer to the goal, but not quite there yet. And then in another six months, you're even closer because of the daily habits you've instilled. You gotta have a good balance of both. You have to be a little bit of a dreamer and you have to be a little bit of a realist. I think you need to be a dreamer in the sense that you need to understand and know that you can achieve anything that you possibly want. There are people in this world who have done incredible things and there is no reason why you cannot do them. There's no reason why you are different than anybody else that has succeeded in this world. So that is the dreamer that you need to hold on to. Whatever it is you want, whatever is the fire inside of you, you need to hold on to that and believe that you can have it if you want to. But the realist in you needs to realize that you have to be real with yourself, that it's not gonna be easy, that it's gonna require daily habits from you, and it's gonna require dedication and hard work, and you have to do it consistently. That needs to be the good balance of you. You need to know that you have to be able to do both. And I think a lot of people get weighed down on we'll never have that much money or we'll never live a life that way. And I don't think they ever get to the next step of looking at what they do on a daily basis to really analyze what they're doing to get to where they want to be. And the one negative talk, which is going to be a little bit of what we talk about later in like the content we consume and the things we consume. But two, it's not being real with yourself. It's not being honest with yourself and it's not doing the hard work of acknowledging a goal that you have and what is required to achieve that goal and then taking the action to do so. Think about a garden. A garden requires a lot of effort, consistency, the right amount of nutrients, and time to grow a healthy harvest. And I started gardening two years ago, and one thing it has taught me is patience and consistency. It teaches you you have to invest in something for a greater outcome later. And think about it, like a garden is not instant. It took me three months to get a harvest going. I had some ups and downs with the weather. I had some ups and downs when it came to enough water, too much water, nutrient deficiency not enough sun. It requires a certain amount of consistency. And this is how I want you to think about your habits. You aren't going to wake up early in the morning and feel good every day or most days. You're going to be tired. And in the beginning, it's really going to be an adjustment, but you aren't doing it for the instant gratification. You aren't doing it for that action you're doing right then. What you're doing it for is the person you want to be in six months. That harvest that I want in six months or in three months, that is what gets me out there every single day, taking care of my garden, making sure I'm deep weeding, making sure I'm watering, looking at the nutrient level, making sure that what I'm giving it every single day, what I'm pouring into it is going to give me a greater outcome in three months. The goals you set for yourself are requiring the same thing of you. You have to be productive and you have to be intentional with your time and you have to be giving yourself what you need every single day. You have to be pouring into yourself and focusing on the habits that are going to get you what you want in six months, not what you want right now. And as a rule of thumb, these are daily habits that I think are important for everyone. And I know you could probably condense the list a little bit, but if you honestly want to become a better version of yourself, you have to get uncomfortable. And that comes down to daily habits and consistency and just being dedicated even when you don't want to. First is movement first thing in the morning. I think that everyone needs some sort of movement in the morning because it gives you blood flow. It helps give you energy. You feel better and it kind of gets you started for the day. It gets your body moving and it gets things ready to go. So I think even if it's just a walk or stretching, everyone needs movement first thing in the morning. Rise early 
enough so that you're not jumping out of bed to start the day. That's the second habit. I don't care if you wake up at five. I don't care if you wake up at seven. You know what your day requires of you, but don't be hopping out of bed at 7.15 when you have to be at work at 7.30. It's not doing any benefits for you. That extra little bit of sleep isn't gonna be doing much for you. What you really need is the ability to wake up, get ready for the day, get mentally clear, make your calendar, drink your water, get some movement in, and be ready to start the day. The third, eat something nutrient-dense with protein and fats for breakfast. This is super important for a lot of different things, but I think it's really important, especially to be focusing on protein and fats in the morning, keeping your blood sugar stable, and giving yourself protein first thing to start your day. It's gonna keep you fuller longer, and it's giving you a lot more energy. The fourth habit, drinking water throughout the day. I don't want you chugging water at the end of the day. I don't want you skipping water because you didn't think about it. Get a water bottle that you like and carry it with you and drink it throughout the day. Your hydration is so important. The fifth one, 30 minutes of walking minimum a day. I know in the winter months, this is going to be challenging for a lot of people, but it's really important to make sure that you are getting enough movement and 30 minutes minimum of walking. There's a lot of benefits behind how walking is super beneficial for your health. It's very low impact. Most people can do it just fine. And 30 minutes is kind of the bare minimum. It's going to get your blood moving. It's going to give you time to think. It gives you time to get some fresh air if you're able to go outside, but that is the fifth habit. Sixth habit, limit screen time. I think this is something that everybody needs to focus on, and it's something that we as a community have a big problem with, and a lot of people you'll notice are just always buried in their phone, and I really think there are other things that you should be focusing on, and it's just an important habit to be aware of and pay attention to. The seventh one, read and learn something every day. This could be a book, a podcast, a YouTube. Just don't mindlessly consume something. Do something that teaches you something at least an hour a day if you can. Number eight, work on yourself or a goal for 30 minutes a day. You will be amazed if you give yourself a minimum of 30 minutes a day, how far you will come in six months if you work on that goal every single day. And the last one, get seven to nine hours of sleep every single night. You're gonna have so much more energy. Your digestion is gonna be better. Your hormones are gonna be better. You're gonna feel better. Sleep is so important for rest and recovery, so don't neglect this one. And I think it's important to highlight that time management is also gonna play a major role in these daily habits. And we'll talk a little bit more about that in a podcast next week. I don't wanna get too heavy into it on this podcast episode, but I really think where people fall short when it comes to their daily habits is time management. And this is why I preach that everyone shouldn't just be rolling out of bed because think about those days, you roll out of bed and you just move to the first thing on your calendar. It feels like chaos. It doesn't feel as productive. It kind of just feels like your day is controlling you. And you have to have the time management and the ability to manage your time properly. Otherwise, the day will run the show and you have to run the show if you want to be able to be committed to your daily habits and be reaching those goals. Now, the other part of the podcast I want to spend some time on is the content that we consume. We as people consume an insane amount of content every single day. I think about the friends that I hang out with, the people I come in contact with. Every single day, everyone's just kind of buried in their phones or in tablets. And it's just a very common way of living now. Even I do it when I'm at the grocery store, I'm in areas where I really don't want to talk to somebody, I'll bury my head in my phone. It's just kind of a way of staying comforted. Our phones are attached to us, our electronics are attached to us, and we're constantly consuming content. Think about it for a second, how much content you consume throughout a day, whether you're out in public reading ads, billboards, or seeing them on TV, the times you scroll mindlessly, how much TV you watch. Like my personal bad habit is that I have too many devices at once. Like I will be watching TV, I'll be working on my laptop, scrolling social media, or creating my content for the next day, all at the same time. And it just, one, feels overboard a lot of the time. Like I'll burn myself out and I'll just feel very overwhelmed. But I also notice the days that I consume a lot of content or I don't 
control the content that I'm taking in, I feel very blah or overwhelmed by the end of the day. And I feel drastically unproductive and kind of almost depressed. And generally it has to do with the mass amount of emotions I'm feeling while scrolling. Like scrolling is a big part of when I start to feel very blah. If I spend a lot of time on social media, I'll start to feel just kind of eh about a lot of things. And I think it has to do with comparison, but also just you don't have the control of what shows up on your feed a lot of the time. And like, if I see something sad about a dog, I'm done for the day. It will literally ruin my day. And I'll be just like wanting to cuddle Aspen the rest of the day. I'll be super sad. I'll talk to Sean about it a lot, but it'll literally ruin my day. And it's because a 30 second video just popped up on my feed unannounced. And this goes beyond just social media, like the music you listen to, the shows you watch. Sean will tell me when he listens to rock or rap at the gym, like it'll give him energy. And I know this is like a very common thing. Like you listen to a certain type of music when you work out, I'm the same way. It gives you a little bit of energy. It makes you feel a little angsty. And he also has a very broad variety of music. So like he listens to pretty much everything. But when I notice he's like at the gym or listening to that style of music, he's a very different person from the person that listens to his very chill music like Zach Bryan and Coulter Wall. When he's listening to certain music, there's a different vibe to him. There's a different energy to him and he behaves a different way. And I truly think that the music that you listen to and the content that you consume is going to play a part in the person that you are and who it's shaping you to be. And even just like the energy and the vibes that you're putting out there. And like, for example, when I really need to focus, I will put on brown noise or white noise because because it really allows me to think and be productive. But I'm also one of those people that gets really overwhelmed quickly with music. And once in a while, I'll work with it in the background. But most of the time, it's just dead silent in my office. But it all goes to show you your body and your mind are like sponges. Like they're constantly absorbing what you're listening and watching to. It's giving you thoughts and opinion from those around you. And it can just be really overwhelming. And I think it's important to control the narrative and control the content that you're allowing to take time out of your day. You've heard the saying that the five people that are closest to you are the people that you're most like. And I think about it, like, especially with Sean, since we're married and we've been together 11 years now, he and I are very much versions of one another. Like there are a lot of character traits that Sean has now that he didn't when we first started dating because we spent so much time together that are mine and vice versa. Like we do things, I joke a lot more like he does. He's very much more conscious of the way he eats and his daily habit. To even take it one step further, when I'm really productive, and we're in like the same environment together, I notice that he's much more productive. And when he's not as productive or I'm not as productive, it's the same, like we'll kind of catch the vibe from one another because we spend so much time together. We are like the people we're around being like sponges with the stuff that we are consuming, regardless of if it's coming from a person or a social media outlet. So like think about when you're around a really negative person. Like, I don't know about you, but when I'm around negative people, I just cannot wait to get away as quick as possible. I hate being around negative energy. And like, we all obviously have it once in a while, but if you're constantly negative, I dread any time that I have to put into that because I just feel like then I start to feel really negative or I start to feel down and it just like drains your energy. But when you're around positive people and you're around positive energy, it really uplifts you and it makes you feel better about yourself. It makes you excited to go to those events. And it's not just like an energy drainer. And I think that has to do with a lot of the things that we consume, regardless of if it's coming from a podcast, from TV, or if it's coming from social media, or even just the energy around you. Whatever you're consuming on a daily basis is shaping you behind the scenes, whether you realize it or not. So when you're actively choosing what you're consuming, you're allowing
allowing your brain and your body to enter a very positive and healthy vibration, in my opinion. Think about like the foods you eat. When you eat really healthy and you're consuming really healthy foods, you feel really good, you have lots of energy. But think about the opposite when you're consuming a lot of junk food or processed foods, maybe you're eating out a lot, you start to feel really blah. And this is just another aspect of what you put into your body and what you consume makes you have a certain outcome. And I think the biggest takeaway of this is just focusing on consuming positive things, things that are going to give you a positive outcome. Like think about when you listen to a really good podcast or YouTube and you learn something, you get a dopamine boost and get really excited and feel inspired and positive because you're around positive energy. You're around something that's attracting positivity, attracting growth. And I know maybe I'm just a little bit weird when it comes to this, but when I'm feeling unproductive, the first thing I do is I get some movement in, so I get my blood flowing, but then I turn on something that is going to make me feel positive, whether that's going to be maybe some music or maybe it's just positively talking to myself. Maybe it's turning on a podcast or YouTube that's going to teach me something and make me feel like I'm going to grow and learn through it. But it shifts the way that you feel and it shifts the way that you think. And those are the types of content that you should prioritize on a daily basis, not the ones that are out of your control, not the ones that are energy suckers, not the ones that are promoting negativity, the things that are going to be positive and that are going to uplift you and make you better. And I get it. Like sometimes it just sounds cheesy. Like, yeah, maybe the music I'm listening to is that good, but like, I like it. It doesn't have to be an all or nothing kind of thing, but I do think that it re- you really need to be- pay attention to it. Like when Sean plays a lot of sad music, I tell him sometimes like on day three, I'm like, Sean, you are making me have some sort of just like downer vibe right now. And we've got to like uplift the mood a little bit. We've got to change up the music because like Zach Bryan songs, if you like listen to the words, they can be really sad sometimes. And I'm like, okay, I need something a little bit more uplifting. And that's just one way that I'm really in tune with how I feel with like my environment. And one thing we were talking about the other day is how he just turned 30 and I'm turning 30 in a couple of weeks. And to be honest, I feel like, like I said, I'm really in tune with my body. I'm really in tune with the things that I consume and how I feel, the energy, the vibrations around me. But I hate at this point in my life watching anything that makes me feel sad, any kind of haunting movies or anything that's just generally negative. And I really hate being around negative people. And it's just something that I've kind of decided as I go into my 30th year, I'm not going to be doing anything that makes me feel worse when I'm away from it. So if it's like I consume some content and I just feel really blah or my anxiety feels really high or I feel really sad or negative, I'm just done with it. And it's going to be gone from my daily habits. If there's a person that's constantly negative and I constantly walk away from those interactions feeling negative or feeling brought down, like it's gone. Like that's just how I feel as I have grown and developed. And I think it's important to just be hyper aware of your environment and hyper aware of the things that make you feel the way they do because consumption of anything is going to make you feel a certain way. Like everything has energy to it and everything is going to make you have a certain outcome. And it's important to really focus focus on the things that uplift you. Like I'm just over anything that doesn't make me feel good. I have had enough bad days and I've had enough negative things that have just brought me to realize that I want as much positivity that I can control. And that comes from the things that I consume. And this is pretty much the one detail that I want to leave you with that I have been kind of paying attention to the last couple of months. I had it brought to my attention a couple of weeks ago or a couple months ago by a friend when they were getting in my car and they were like, you don't have any music on. Like, do you just sit in silence all the time? Or 
or did you just not realize like what's going on? And it made me realize how much I actually sit in silence compared to a lot of people. And I didn't even realize that I did it. And one thing that is like complete opposites of Sean and I. Sean always has something going. He always has his Instagram up or maybe somebody that he likes to watch on YouTube. He's always scrolling social media, listening to music, watching TV in the background. Music is constantly on for him. And I find myself lately, now that I'm aware of it, closing my door or putting myself in an environment where I just feel like it's quiet. Like a lot of times even I will find myself like inside and Sean will be working outside and he has like a portable speaker and he'll take it with him and he has music playing and he kind of walks throughout like the backyard and the front yard and the house and he has music on. And I sometimes don't even turn on the TV. I don't even have music on like if I'm alone in the house. It's just dead silent. And the reason I think I do this is because I get overstimulated very quickly. I find myself just feeling overwhelmed by a lot of noise and I like to sit with my thoughts and I like to think things through. I'm constantly thinking about different things and processing things. So I think the silence is just something that I'm gravitating towards. And again, it's just like an overstimulated thing. I become very anxious very quickly and that's just something that I've noticed causes it. Sometimes even just music on when I'm working, I just feel very anxious. But not everyone's built that way. And I think a lot of people, most people in my life at least, aren't like that. Like I get in people's cars and their music is blaring or like Sean, it's just constant noise all of the time. And just think about like what that does to you. Think about how much time you actually give yourself to just kind of sit and think with your thoughts or be with your thoughts. I think that the less you give yourself the ability to just like think through things, work through things, but also just giving yourself time to process, like especially in areas of growth, processing where you want to be, thinking about your goals, giving yourself time to really think about how you're growing as a person is really important. And I think that I'm just constantly thinking about that stuff. And with the amount of content that we consume, with the amount of noise that is constantly going on and the lack of silence, I think a lot of people don't give themselves enough time to really sit with their emotions and sit with themselves. And this is why meditation is so powerful because a lot of times you do this in like quiet areas. And I've talked a lot about this before. Like I'm not a big meditation person. I should work on it because I'm like the key person that needs to work on it. Like I'm, I am their poster child for who needs meditation, but I sit with it and I do feel anxious if I have to sit too long just because I'm a go, go, go type of person. But I do sit with my thoughts a lot of the time in silence. And I think that's an aspect that a lot of people aren't aware that they don't allow themselves the time to do. And a lot of the time they just have constant noise in the background and it can make you feel overwhelmed, overstimulated, and just unable to listen to your thoughts and work through some of the emotions and just being hyper aware. So I think that's an important part of just like the content you consume and just being aware of how much you're consuming and how much time you actually give yourself to just sit with yourself and really think. I think that's an important part of growth is just being aware of those situations. Now, I know that was a lot of information and probably a little even earthy. Like I kept talking about like vibrations and vibes. And as I've grown, this is something that I'm really passionate about. I really noticed the energies that inspire me, the energies that I am taking in and the ones that I feel cause anxiety or cause me to not feel my best. And that has a lot to do with what you're consuming and 
how you're shaping yourself to become a certain way. So I think that when you take a step back and look at those aspects of your life and the energies around you and how it makes you feel, removing those things that are causing anxiety, removing those things that are causing negativity and really focusing on uplifting yourself, talking positive to yourself, consuming positive content, being around positive people and shifting that into a positive relationship. And it's going to change your outcome and it's going to change who you are because it's going to allow you to feel powerful. It's going to allow you to feel positive. And honestly, it's going to make you feel more limitless. The negativity and the constant things that we consume can really leave you in a negative mindset. And I want to inspire you to kind of step away from that and just be hyper aware of the things that you consume around you and the energy takers in your life. I hope you guys enjoyed today's podcast episode. If you want to follow more of my daily content and more of my ASMR and vlog style videos. You can find me at Kayla Dirk on all social media channels, and I will talk to you in the next episode.